1: Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. It's the first Saturday of January, 2019. I like odd years better.
0: I do too. You do. The evens have been unkind, brutal for some reason. Many unkind. That's Scott
1: Cowart. I'm Patty Wilson. We work with Allison James Estates and Homes, and we're realtors. I'm a property appraiser, and this is my show, Patty's Playhouse, with Real Talk 93.3 FM. And we podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, blah, blah. Just the, look the good for us. Ones, We're everywhere. ITunes. Yeah, you can listen anytime or you can go to pattyandscott.com and listen anytime. And I track those numbers, so please do. Please. <laughs> it's our third year. We're of our third year.
0: Goodness. Yeah. Love. Lost um, love.
1: I feel very relaxed.
0: Yeah. doing this yeah because it's, it's an odd year
1: so did you have a good week i had a great week what you do for new year's because i haven't seen scott i went to
0: minutes. um one of my customers that i sold a house to in benton and um enjoyed a new year's eve party which i was out until 1 30 which i never Ooh. am and we played uh the adult version of taboo it was very interesting and Jeff played. jeff so played so it was extremely interesting <laughs> we weren't on the same team
1: oh wow yeah
0: we would have come home alone for sure because
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're competitive i yes yeah me too yeah. i don't have time for that yeah i pick teams and when if I'm... i was
0: like giving him like <laughs> the eyes to say something and he didn't i would have been livid so no, no much better blank My, so i you and, and met a lot of cool nice new people which good was for good you. yeah. expanding your look circles. at me networking uh, so much 2019 fun. here i am it
1: is right so you didn't get home till 1:30. 130 how was the drive home was it dangerous no i mean i was shooting had a designated driver i was good i
0: mean it's betting to myers Park, so it was not not, not a big drive that's but it was, nice they had a, had a good time it was I, uh tom and jen
1: nice so good for you yeah well had i slept i was at my friend's my friend's house Debra, right in Clearwater. She lives right on the border of Dunedin and Clearwater. Right, so it's Clearwater address. Know it well. We just went and had Mexican on New Year's Eve, nice. which is nice. And then went back and just laughed, just well, laughed and laughed. We laugh all the time.
0: I think that's just uh, hilarious. That's what you need. Yeah, we did a lot of laughing.
1: Laughing, she's so funny. And but last night we went to Drag Bingo very in Dunedin jealous. at Blur very jealous and we saw Monica Moore and Trayla Park <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's perfect
1: and they run the bingo and yeah. they're like the host and hostesses because mm-hmm. they're both dressed as women right and I asked them if I could be a drag queen and they said no because I didn't have the proper equipment I'm like but I presume to be a drag queen so why can't I be a drag queen
0: you don't have the proper equipment
1: to be because I'm a girl
0: right well, so I don't. It's just interesting because there are now people that are on this RuPaul show who are actually in transition. That's what the, we talked so, I, about. so I was curious as to what that is.
1: X, Y. Yeah. Chromosome. Z. So she, Monica Moore, was, I posted a video on my Facebook page, Patty Johnson Wilson, that showed Monica Moore doing a Celine Dion song. Right. And dancing. it. was I did just see it. so much fun. It was I, a lot of fun. Well. And even that ended at 1030 goodness i know
0: well i guess that explains your
1: but they have buffalo trace Mm, at blur so i buffalo trace and came home is it i left early this morning is it
0: always on tuesdays
1: it is every wednesday it is every tuesday
0: because yesterday was yeah
1: every tuesday okay interesting yeah in dunedin well we'll have to go and they go around i'm like you guys should have a podcast they go around and do like a comedy thing
0: when i go down to uh Decorate the winds' new home. Yes. In Pinellas, we shall go. We
1: should take Sally.
0: We shall go. That's our customer. And have a good time.
1: It would. Be, it was really fun. And it's short and sweet. You only get through five rounds of bingo because they're all the yammering.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. And I'm be able an to, intense I bingo and player. I would, right. I wouldn't be able to play because <laughs> I didn't like it. I would have to concentrate <laughs> on
1: with everything else the goings is going around. around. And it was like a Don Rickle show. That's kind of the way they do it. They like call me a, a D Y K E. Mm-hmm, right. And. Everyone is like you, fat slob. You know, Goodness. they're brutal, well, well, and, it, and they announced it in advance.
0: It's supposed to be fun.
1: It was fun.
0: I mean, don't go if you can't take yeah. a little bit of jabbing.
1: Mm-mm. And then when I would play along back, you could tell Deborah was like, oh, she was more like
0: what's about to happen.
1: Concerned about mm. what I said than right. what they said because yeah, she was shocked. Right. So it was in the military. The two of us together would
0: put her under because. <laughs> I mean, I really am hard to offend. Yeah. Real hard. It's
1: really, I'm very, you can't. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think, I mean, you could, I, mean, I guess. Theoretically.
0: I can't remember the last time.
1: So I was on this app last night. It's called Photo Feeler. Yeah. And the, the thread went in my head real estate fail pictures, which okay. I have a whole bunch to post because I was just Correct. sitting around looking at other people's poorly staged homes. It's a lot of them. And then. I don't know how that research came, but there's this website called Photo Feeler. So if you're going to post a picture and you're not secure within yourself and you're not sure if it's a good picture, you post it to the site and people vote, and they tell you you're attractive, truthful, confident, fun, uh, and it can sincere. be a picture
0: of anything.
1: Yeah, like I had the picture of myself and my mother. Mm-hmm. So it's who it was the person? It was the person to the left, right? And people tell you the truth. You need a new haircut. That was very short hair. Um, your smile looks forced, which is absolutely the truth. It was forced because I was like, eh, right. so nice. Uh, others were great smile, and then you get scored. And you only get to vote, you only receive votes if you give votes. Hmm. And you could do it for business, social, or dating. Interesting. So I did that for like a half hour, and I just quickly vote on people, and then people vote on you. And mine was very authentic, fun, and uh, sincere. Hmm. Yeah, it was good. Nice, and, But it was an idea. It, does this picture attract influence? Are you influential in this picture?
0: I just assumed that most know, unfortunately, that is not the case.
1: No. Especially and when, when it at comes these to photos. Homes. And I tried to go really fast in succession to see what was my blink. What was my first thought? Right? Did I feel it was sincere? Was it close up versus distance? And it it was pretty... It's interesting because
0: the the new listing that I just got that will be coming on from Evening Rose, the prior pictures that they had were really really unfortunate
1: because they didn't. Well, you know, I stage and I look
0: behind and I'm seeing and I'm moving and running around with plants and you name it. But it's I I tell people all the time it's like online dating. You really have got to put your best pictures out there, and unfortunately, people are not catching.
1: And that's the idea. I thought how great would be to build a website or an app just like this because it's really hard to as realtors we have an ethical duty to not bash other realtors right but if you just see the picture what does that picture look like Hmm. so how it came about was molly sent me a um my daughter molly sent me a home in uh pennsylvania that she was interested in Oh, the pictures i said how could you be interested in this She took it with half of a phone, not even the full phone.
0: It must be the one that you sent me. Yeah, Because I looked through them. The
1: towels. Yes. Paper towels hanging off of a shelf. They're not like my towels, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it was really strange.
0: (laughs) We take special pictures of my towels. They're so good.
1: (laughs) So we have a great show, I believe. We're going to talk about cybersecurity because there's been a lot of theft from title companies, your escrow deposit. Spoofing of phone Mm. numbers. So we're gonna talk about that. We have John Pantoa with us. He's with Johnny B Secure. So he's gonna talk with us the full hour. The full hour. So on the next segment, he's gonna come in and talk to us. But I thought that was a great a photo feeler. It was just a great idea of like what's this look like? How many people see that one little two by two snapshot? And were you willing, other than laughing, were you willing to go to 46 photos
0: is there a way to connect or contact people through said website i, or I haven't gone that far in that just interesting feeling. if it's going to turn into something that's more dating app ish you would think a lot of people Well, it's actually
1: tied to um match.com uh, it was tied to that match would make
0: sense so that's. That, i mean
1: when i was looking i'm like how do i find pictures how can i rate a photo is mm-hmm. that was my search rate a photo and that came up through there interesting isn't that interesting? Yeah, so I'm, it gonna was ha- interesting. I'm gonna have
0: to just play around with it. Rate see a photo. Get, see what happens.
1: Yeah, so we're gonna talk about cybersecurity. We're gonna talk about what I feel like I'm the appraiser. Uh what's gonna happen in the next few weeks because they keep raising our interest rates? Will they continue? I mean cybersecurity is just so important because none of that matters if your money isn't safe to be able to buy a house, which is what we do. So we help people buy, sell, invest, I appraise, Scott stages and presents. We take professional photos and give us a call, 850-656-09 at Patty Wilson on Patty's Playhouse. Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We do have a guest today, John Pantoa with Johnny B. Secure. We're going to talk about cybersecurity. We're going to talk about how this will help realtors, real estate agents, and just help your emails all together. And a couple scenarios that have happened recently to folks where this became an issue for me to ask John to come in. And so, hey, John.
2: Howdy. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for coming in. How are you? It's my pleasure. Happy ah, New Year. You as well. Even though it's January 5th and people forget.
2: That's yeah, close enough for going to work.
1: It'll be there. Right. So I posted about, on Facebook, about a couple, and there was a couple of them. There were like three or four in a bunch mm-hmm. where people had opened an email, read the email saying, send your, the re- your proceeds or the remainder of the amount owed to buy the house, which one was 80000 a different one was 130000 to me because I am the title company and I need your money. And it wasn't the title company. And wire transfers, tell me if I'm correct, are not not insured by the federal government like a check would be with the FDIC or the bank.
2: Uh, yes, correct him.
1: There's no control, there's no safety net. All you have is maybe an encrypted email. So thief hacks an email, pretends I'm this person. I ask you to do it. You like me, I'm the realtor, you love me so much. You're just gonna hand over my account and I'm gonna get that 130,000. Exactly. So how can we prevent that from happening other than never wire, which is what I ask people to never wire.
2: Actually, that's the best policy. If if you can avoid it, um, don't do it. Um, Information security and cybersecurity is really all about um, mitigating risk. The less risk you have, the less chance of something happening. But if you do take wire transfers, the best thing you can do is actually have a policy that states exactly what's going to happen. In this case, for a wire transfer, um, set the expectation that it's not just going to be by email. If I'm going to ask you for information, I'm going to call you first and say, hey, we need to do a wire transfer. Here's the information. uh, Just in case you can't write it down fast enough, I'll email it to you or I'll mail it to you. So that way they have the exact information. They know it's coming from you and not somebody else.
1: Point two, Sunday afternoon, I get a call that appeared to be from Leon County Sheriff's Office. It was the 606 number, which is Leon County's prefix, 850-606. Guy says, I figure it was the police, Sheriff. I have a son who's an over-the-road truck driver, and I have tenants, okay? I just talked to my son, so I felt he was okay. Sheriff, supposed deputy calls and says, are you Patricia Wilson? Yes, I am. I am calling from the Leon County Sheriff's Office. I need some information for you. This is a confidential matter. That was my cue. Hmm. This is a confidential matter. And is your birthday January 9th, 1956? No, it's not. But I'm so glad because I thought maybe my tenants murdered somebody. Like, I didn't know. That was my reaction. Was something happened to the tenants? They were murdered. They are murdered. Like, why would he be calling me? It has to be something hugely severe. And he goes, oh, man. I'm so" Because I sounded really startled because I was. And he said, oh, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I am so deputy's never going to say I'm sorry, ever, ever. But I was like, okay, I mean, that was the number. So I posted, and then two other realtors texted me and said they got the same thing. So they were going through the list of realtors, Mm -hmm. which is very public. Our numbers are very public, but they were spoofing the sheriff's office. So going back to title company, someone spoofs my number because it's public. They say, hey, Patty isn't available right now. She needs that blah, blah. So you still have to communicate with the, the person of origin that you're talking with and only take that information from them. Don't let an assistant or any additional emails anyone else. Yeah, Or don't wire, which is my preference.
2: Yes, that's a good policy. Um, but to follow up with that, when you do receive a call, something like that, tell them you'll call them right back. Look up their number, or if you have it somewhere, okay, call great. them back. So uh, what you're actually experiencing there is a type of... Uh, what we like to call social engineering. That's Mm -hmm. what we're, everything together, that's what we're facing. Somebody's charming, uh, somebody trying to get a reaction out of you to say something serious saying, um, hey, I need this information or, you know. um,
1: They got further with another realtor because they told her that she did not appear for a ticket, that she received a notice to appear. And she said, I'm gonna contact my attorney and I will call you back. Yes. And then she texted me and said, I saw this, but she really didn't know. So she really was going to contact her attorney because they were telling her she had a warrant so you wouldn't say anything anyway if you were smart and what, had a, what
0: wonder what they're trying to do i don't know none of us ever scam no
1: one that i knew that told me about it got that far mm. to know interesting but they were using the sheriff's and i asked the other girls they all had the same number hmm. from the sheriff's department wow so that's really intelligent i mean ai intelligent to be able to get that to be able to get ours, to get our name, to get to get all that stuff, right? To so call me Patricia instead of Patty, that because I'm Patty in, no, I'm Patricia in no, the Patricia. realtors. Yeah, I'm you're Patricia, Patricia in the board of realtors, but I'm Patty. So, other than only speaking to the person of origin, what else can we do?
2: Um, with that, protect your information as much as possible. Um, like with your phone call, they're trying to get more intelligence on you. Um, see, you know, like they were asking for your birthday. I would have never said yes or no. Oh, okay. First thing I would have said is, you know, why I'll do you call need you that back. A, I'll call you back, or why do you need that information?
0: Or um, shouldn't and, you know what my birthday is? Exactly. If they're that's what I would have said.
2: Legitimate law enforcement, they're going to have access to that because they can get that from your DMV records. Um, from there, um, going in person, you know, tell them that you know if we're going to do something that involves money, come to the office. Um, if it's something that's last minute, which when you're going through the process of everything, closing on the house, you know exactly when stuff is going to happen. Uh, am I correct in assuming that? No? Correct. Then you tell them come by the office. We know we're going to close in five days. So, you know, I'll see you next week.
1: This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Fly We are talking about cybersecurity with John Pantoa, with Johnny B Secure. And B as in... Boy. B. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is really serious. I mean, it is a pain to have, like... Scott and I both, unfortunately, upgraded the with the
0: double the,
1: the double touch thing on our iPhones.
0: I don't think we had much of a choice.
1: Yeah, you don't. Because Stuff's
0: the other like thing this. I
1: did this weekend was my friend Deborah's son has a three D printer. You can do a lot of mischief with a three D printer. My bet. I said we could make keys. He could three D scan my phone. You could I mean my three D scan my thumbprint
0: seals i would imagine would be really easy on checks
1: yep it was amazing i want one but i figure you can really they're going to have to do some sort of regulation other than just the gun because you can create a lot of mischief i don't even know if that can be fixed
2: uh speaking of that recently uh vein authentication has been broken by printing out um the veins of somebody's hand so you know that's something that's possible with 3d printing they had to do oh, absolutely a couple other things they had to actually take a picture of the person um using a modified camera um, without the ir filter but i could snap you from wherever we're sitting at and have enough detail to get your veins go print it out and then
1: someone did merkel the the german the german mp the german mp they yeah. did her thumb on a 3d print and then they could just do whatever they want
0: hmm. well i what why are I don't understand why people don't use their talents for good? <laughs> I just don't.
1: Well, this, well, I'm sitting there watching my little keychain come out. That's mm. my mind. I'm going to. This is a lot of mischief. Right. You can make anything for for ten cents,
0: and it's only going to get worse.
1: That's my point. It's only going to get worse. I mean, yes, you could make doors and windows and all these other things, but you can create everything if you want for almost the filament that they use the little plastic filament it's yeah. a string right it's about weed whacker string width okay that's the density of it that's what it feels like it's 23 bucks for yards and yards and yards gracious and i can just make all the keys if i want of everything hmm. but you have a key john has a key john with johnny B secure has a key that i can't do that with what's that key
2: oh this specific what i have in front yeah. of me is um it's a google product It's their Titan security keys. Uh, Basically this falls in with multi-factor authentication. Uh, So in this case- What do you mean
1: by multi-factor authentication?
2: More than one level. uh, As it starts out with normally, you have a username and password. It's something that you have, it's something that you know, in this case the password. Uh, It it provides an additional step. Mm -hmm. Now I have to have something else to say, hey, I'm this person. And in this case, I have these physical keys in front of me. I have two of them, one's Bluetooth. USB and then one's uh, USB and NFC. I get them set up with my account. Anytime I log in from a device I've never used before, it says, hey, put your key in to authenticate. Oh, so, I didn't even know. in order for somebody to compromise my Gmail account, they have to come and take the keys oh. from me.
1: Huh. My eyes are big. I'm
0: still getting used to this authentication. <laughs> I can barely get. Yes, because it
1: really makes it difficult. To get into your own phone when you're 51, going on 52. Yeah,
0: then try getting into your other devices that are attached to it.
1: So, on the other side work. of this break, we're going to keep talking to John, especially about that little thing, because I have one of those at home and I didn't even know what it was. It came from Wells Fargo. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850 656 0009. money and
0: run. Ooh, ooh. Billy Mac is a detective down in Texas. No, he knows just exactly what the facts is.
1: Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're talking cybersecurity and spoofing. We have a guest, John Pantoa with Johnny B. Secure. And we were talking about these little keychain thingies, these little token things that Google has for Gmail. Yes. I got one from Wells Fargo now that I, because I don't read directions. I know exactly what it is now. And just safety because people have been losing their their money to bring to closing to buy a house because they're getting, the emails are getting hacked, the the realtor emails are getting hacked, people are pretending to be the realtor, people are believing the email. So instead of like we use a Gmail account, it could be Ymail, it could be email.com, it could be whatever and you're not paying attention because we're all so busy and then you're handing over $130,000 to terrorists and that's what happens. Pretty and you're much. never getting that money back. So in my business, we don't wire unless you are right in the title company or in the bank, and then you can deal with those people. But we don't wire. I had a kid recently, Nick, who just bought a house, and he's a kid, because he's like 21, and he was buying a house, and he said, my mom said she has to wire. I was like, okay, tell her to go to the bank, and we're gonna go to the bank, and that is how we're gonna do it. Because I really didn't want to do it. But I didn't have a choice, because the title company I mean, his bank said, which was the South Florida Bank, because they wire all the time. Up here, we don't really do it. South Florida Bank said it's easier to wire. Easier, maybe, safer, not at all. Because you can't get that money back. Exactly. And title companies are now buying insurance policies for title wire fraud. But even then, there's some... If you do it on your own and you didn't follow their directions, it's not going to be covered. So it's just best not to wire. Exactly. You can really be... Led down a path of charming.
2: Social engineering.
1: Social engineering, like, "Aw, I'm so sorry. I knew I wasn't a deputy. He's not going to apologize." You know when he's like, "Hey, what's your birthday?" And I did tell him um, that it's not my birthday. But you're saying just don't even do that. Just say, "Can I call you back?"
2: Yes. Um, in in this case, um, we'll use the military intelligence adage of trust but verify. Right. And be suspicious of everybody, especially if you get something out of a random, either an email, a phone call, you know, ask them why. Why should I give you this? Treat it, you know, if, treat it like money is the best way to treat your information. And it is
1: money. It is. Because somebody can go in and buy all sorts of stuff. And most credit cards are going to be more secure than that wire will ever be secure. Yes.
2: And with, with your phone call, basically what they were doing is trying to gather more information on you. Uh, probably their end goal <laughs> was to to you know steal your identity.
0: Nice.
1: I guess it got out because WTXL posted something on their page that said realtors were getting scammed and that they wanted us to go get gift cards to be able to pay off our warrant. Well, duh. Of course. <laughs> I
0: mean, That's the way I pay go most to of Michaels my bills. Yes. Hobby
1: Lobby <laughs> on a Sunday and get your gift card. It's obscene i mean that no. yeah so we don't really know in our cases what the end game was and right. the three people that i knew plus myself that were getting it but they're so smart because they're gonna learn it they're gonna learn even more and more and more mm-hmm. how, what to say how to say and when to say it to make them sound so professional
0: yes eventually no one will answer the phone well there I, is I that. Don't. i don't mean, you don't usually because if they leave a message and i they can't really say won't. that
1: i i want to answer the phone in most cases I really do as a realtor, but often if it's some number that's just completely unusual, like Danbury, I got something from Danbury, Connecticut. I don't, yeah, sorry. And we have AT&T, and AT&T has a risk protector on the phone that says this is possible st- spam or mm-hmm. possible telemarketer, or this is, but not everything. No, I can't goods. catch everything. I mean, that got it. I yeah. called my phone. It was odd, very yeah, odd. Yeah,
2: and spoofing telephone numbers is very, very easy. It costs some money um i remember a service from many many years ago called spoof card that you know you just like a prepaid telephone card you know you 10 15 bucks you would call their service and say okay hey what's the number you want to spoof put it in and bam there you go that's just how easy that is
1: and you could well even a google voice you know those numbers that you can get specific prefixes that might look similar to the one you're you already have, or the one you're familiar with.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit risky for those guys. Because it's trackable? Trackable, where like in the case of like spoof card. I may yeah, well
1: someone asking for a gift card to pay off a warrant might be risky. <laughs> That's obscene. A wee bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. So what else do you do? What else do you recommend a realtor or a consumer does?
2: Well, the, the best thing that you can do is have two different things going on. Policies and then security practices. Uh, when it comes to policy, um, again, Uh, I mentioned earlier about having a um, policy regarding financial transactions that spells it out, says that, you know, if we're going to do this method, here's what exactly is going to happen. From there, um, data security, protecting everything you have, um, not only just digital, but also um, paper documentation as well. Uh, Be careful what you throw away in the trash. Uh, I don't think it'd be too much of an issue around here with people dumpster diving, um, but you never know.
1: You don't know to go after something. A a customer, he does, uh, how do I say? He's a software architect. Mm -hmm. And I sent him an email as a PDF. And he said, has anyone ever talked to you about locking that, Mm -hmm. adding an extra? And there's like two and three layers of security. And I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. Getting on (laughs) on that (laughs) topic. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um,
2: (laughs) With with that, um, depending on your business, Um, If you're working for a major company or a small one, um, another recommendation is um, policies regarding document management. Mm -hmm. And if you can, um, there's a service like DocuSign.
1: Yes, we use that. You do that?
2: Yes. Send out everything electronically. Um, Depending on how you want to weigh the risk, um, you're trusting a third party with all that information. Um, But are you able to do the same capabilities in-house? Are you able to secure a server and all that. that? So it's...
1: My name is not Hillary. Can you confirm or deny that? <laughs> I can confirm <laughs> that I am not going to do that. But we do use DigiSign and DocuSign depending on the, the mode um, of how we send. So we have an app on our phone, which is DocuSign, right? Mm-hmm. Do? Yeah, it. it's DocuSign. And I have Adobe PDF, which is the above averaged Adobe, where mm-hmm. I can lock it and encrypt if I need to.
2: Now, when you do the encryption with the password, what do you choose for the password?
1: I don't think I've ever, no. I think it allowed it to choose and send or something. I forget, I've only done it once or twice. Okay, so
2: it's a, you're only doing the encryption portion of yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Um, advice on that, anytime you're doing, um, a document and your password protecting it, uh-huh. don't make the password obvious.
1: Yeah, I don't think I did. I think it chose for me. I don't it, think I did it. It was like 27 digits, just like this stupid thing now.
0: On DocuSign, <laughs> it encrypts all of them for us. We yes, don't, we don't but do I'm
1: anything. doing if I did it from Adobe. Oh, okay. Like if I was sending an application or somebody was sending me back an application, then a you, rental application, then, then we encrypt And I tell them, do not fill any banking information out or their social security number. They can call me with it. I don't let them, or they can do their Zillow application there can do an application through Zillow's portal and that way I'm not receiving it and I'm not responsible for it I thought so too I I didn't want to be responsible for that because anyone then can use Patty Wilson Mm -hmm. I mean how easy is that true hello
2: and what I do with my customers with my company and when it comes to doing server maintenance uh, there's like certain passwords I need access to that have control over your entire server And I will tell them that I need this specific password. You can send me a username in the email, but text me the password.
1: Exactly. Do it two different modes.
2: Yes. Two different routes with there. Um, And while we were discussing about the DocuSign, both of you guys kept grabbing your phones. Yes. That's another aspect of it, securing your phones, whatnot.
1: Well, now we have that stupid finger touch thingy. I can't get into it. we can't. Yeah, that's another it aspect. it has the finger touch thingy, or you can do the eye thingy. Mine's the eye. Your And mine's the finger. Yeah.
2: Uh, one thing I do recommend, like I do on my phone. But now um,
1: Emmett can take a picture of my finger and do whatever it Or 3D wants. print hmm
2: uh, what, I, what I do on my phone is I have it set up for both pin and fingerprints. That's what it is. But have. anytime it's rebooted, it requires uh, the, the pen. pen. That's the way ours it.
1: is. And it's the way when Apple, we had to put in for the new update, It we had no choice. That's the, what happened. That's what the,
0: happened. The double encryption.
1: Yeah, the double passcode thingy, and then it says if you want to put it like it's a new site. So say I am going to PhotoFeeler, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put in a new password. It's going to ask me, do I want to put in my own or do I want the strong password? Mm. Yeah, I'm not doing that for PhotoFeeler. Yeah,
0: I can barely because I'm,
1: that. none of my other information's going in there. It's just my Facebook login. That's how. I, how do you feel about that? Wait, we're going to hold on because we're going go to go the other side of the break. I want to ask you about that because it's just spontaneous. Sorry. Um, this is, <laughs> it's, it's important though because we're all using the same thing and then Facebook owns everything that we have. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. We're talking about cybersecurity with John Pantoa. And I want it at
0: any cost. Oh, man. Don't want no now.
1: This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Maybe that makes me We're talking cybersecurity. That song's Broken by Lovely the Band. And I tried to pick a theme, you know, anyone who listens for any more than like two, two shows, I'm always picking a theme, never trying to pick the same song twice. So Safety Dance, Take the Money and Run, Private Eyes, Leave Me Alone. And Broken. And Broken. Well, you're going to be broke if you don't listen.
0: That's the truth. Listen up, people.
1: You're going to be broke. So. We have John Pantoa on from Johnny Be Secure, and we were talking about cybersecurity. And this segment, I thought we'd talk about our beloved Facebook. So there was a study. Somebody asked someone, "How much? How much money would you? Are you willing to get paid to give up Facebook forever? Um, how much money?
0: I mean, I'd probably give it up forever for a very low amount.
1: Like how much? I don't know. Thousand bucks. Oh, really? That
0: wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I know.
1: Somebody's there's so saying... many.
0: There's so many other avenues, like. I
1: know, but I figure if somebody's asking me, there's no, there's no end to it. So I'd say 150,000.
0: Start high. i just want to start high.
1: Work. Yeah, I want to go for 150. Then I'm good. Yeah. Pay off just... all my debt and go living on the island.
0: Then go down. Call
1: Clearwater. <laughs> <laughs> so we have John and we were talking about cybersecurity and Facebook. So Facebook, when I went onto Photo Feeler mm-hmm. and I was planning the show for today, it said you can log in with Twitter. You can log in on your own email or you can log in with Facebook. And I clicked the Facebook because that was the easiest one. So it's a path of least resistance. It's water. And then Facebook now has all of that information about how I vote on people. Do I think they're attractive? Do I not think they're attractive? I mean, how much data did I give them in that half hour? (laughs) A lot.
2: It's possible you'd have to look at their privacy policy because they should outline that theoretically (laughs) Um, I think they've
1: changed it since they've got some issues with selling all that data but that's how they make their money Mm -hmm. I mean they're not doing this for free and it was kind of naive for anybody to think that they said we sell advertising Mm -hmm. so they're going to take all those little tokens that I gave them and figure out what is attractive to this girl what is attractive to that guy and then present
2: yeah, they might. Um, basically what you had going on was uh, you can consider um, single sign-on mm-hmm. authentication. Right. So what Facebook is doing in that case is saying hey this is who this person is without um, giving up your password to the other site. But um, doesn't
1: that then give Facebook the data information from there?
2: Not necessarily. Okay. It depends on but it if could. It, there's a possibility. Okay. Um, if anything, the site's going to know a little bit less about you. But in this case, Facebook would still know that, hey, you authenticated to the site. They may have some other back-end deals. So I'm going to
1: get some cookies on my Facebook that will be about photos, images, something like that. More too. than likely
2: with the way that Facebook operates.
1: So what would you have done, being me, just out of ease? Would you have put in your own email and password or would you have signed in with Facebook?
2: Me, generally, I try to keep that separate. I usually use a throwaway email address and actually I kind of tend to... Not gravitate towards apps like that or just anything, but it it actually is a pretty good security practice of having a centralized authentication server. In this case, service would be with Facebook or with Google. Mm -hmm. It's one less password for you to remember. Um, If your account's compromised, you only have to change your password in one place.
1: Hmm. Which is really nice. That is nice. However, there's still end games that we don't always know how people are using that information to sell us stuff even whatever that is we don't know
2: yeah they're they're limited um because me coming from application development i've used single sign on for some stuff so they are limited they are limited but you can still infer information from that um infer. yes that's a big fancy word Mm -hmm. for me too
1: (laughs) well it's good to know because we do it just click and not even think about it and that's what they're hoping for
2: yeah if in this case i'd be more concerned about the Application that's asking you to single sign on, then I would be with the provider.
1: Oh, okay. Good to know. And it was some fun thing. So typically I I have a separate email that is my basically spam email that I don't care about. Nothing important would be going in there. Yes. So the other thing we were talking about is Scott and I willingly gave up our DNA. Mm -hmm. In fact, we paid for the privilege of giving our DNA to, we did ancestry.com. And then the more I did it, I was like whatever patty it really is a problem it really can be a problem because you're allowing this person to clone you or 3d you or whatever that is
0: i'm sure it's been been done anyways with hospitals and what everybody's taking your blood these days i mean i would imagine my little bit of spit in that dna i'm sure that people can do stuff with it but i'd rather do it with a large organization where i feel like if something were to happen
1: They would let you know. Well, Well, he mentioned with military. Remember, the military in the 50s were doing all of these experiments on all of these people, whether it was syphilis, Mm -hmm. whatever. And no one knew that they were being experimented on, much like what Facebook has done by selling our data. It's the same idea. It's a huge violation. And we're willingly paying for the privilege of possibly doing that. Well,
0: else would I know that I'm from Britain? (laughs) I mean,. You cannot tell. <laughs> right. Cannot at tell. At all.
1: But it is something to think about when you're passing that on. Or another one, John, is a friend of mine, Robin Johnston, he works for a company that when you log on, which I will never do now, you log on to a hotel uh, Wi-Fi mm-hmm. or a restaurant Wi-Fi, they use the data, say, in the restaurant to see how long you're in there. Uh, do you use a restroom? How long you're logging on? What are you playing when you're logging on? They know all of that. All you have given them all of it. Yes. By sitting in that restaurant on their free Wi-Fi, one restaurant in College Town slash bar pub got a guy doing child porn inside. They knew the FBI knew he was doing it, but they didn't know how. So they contacted that College Town place and they got him. Goodness. Right there, he's doing it in there. But what was amazing is, if you log onto their Wi-Fi, they have everything.
0: Yeah, I, don't, Everything. I usually don't use people's Wi-Fi. I did. Except for our, our business.
1: Now I told Robin I'm going to use his email. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. there, you, there you go.
1: You just use a different email, and then it's not going to matter. But if you're doing something illegal, they'll be able to find you. Yeah. But isn't that weird?
2: Yes, and public Wi-Fi is a whole nother animal. You really never want to. If you're going to, uh, use VPN service. And basically what that does is that encrypts all of your traffic how do you get that um they're very johnny ris- b
1: secure <laughs> uh, unfortunately i don't
2: sell the software but oh, okay. it's, it's software you would install on your computer can um, i do it on my phone You can do, how it on do you? Your phone. oh you can't um, vpn per- yes vpn stands for virtual private network oh okay and basically it's just end-to-end encryption um they can't see what you're doing <gasps> okay um especially when you're conducting business you want with to use fun that.
0: with everything else
2: yes because to give you a good example if i were to spoof a wireless access point well known um
1: like a doke
2: yes what i can do from there is i can control all the traffic i will know everything and you would be none the wiser it's which cl- is
1: basically what they're doing but they're selling it that they're the, using the letter, excuse me they're allowing the restaurant that data information for marketing
2: yes but in my case i could use it for any purpose i want
1: that's the problem it's called a mischief
2: yes it's called a man in the middle attack um i've done it before while i was stationed over in korea we had our own little uh, barracks network and we had a lot of people that were using and file sharing Mm -hmm. Um, i didn't get into anybody's accounting like that but i used it for traffic management since i was right in the middle i used all the tools to conduct a man in the middle attack but I used it for traffic shaping because wow. they were hogging up all the bandwidth. And we had a 1.5. Uh, they 5, were hogging the bandwidth. Yes, we, we had a 1.5 megabit DSL between about 20 people.
1: Oh, that's nothing.
2: Yes, so it was- It's it was crawling. Low. So I'm like, yep, you're done, you're done, you're done. It's dial up. Um, yes. It
0: is
1: dial up. So that, but, but you don't think about the end of any of this. If I'm clicking or I'm typing or I'm doing anything that is connected in a network, they, they can get everything.
2: Yep. And that's why I always say trust but verify.
1: Thank you, Mr. Military. It's true, though. Yep. Because you you can't really trust anything, especially when it's connected to the computer.
2: Unless you know exactly what's going on from end to end, anything can happen.
1: Wow. It's awful. I'm scared now. <laughs> I'm, scared now. <laughs> I'm not touching my I'm heart. not scared. I'm just going to hang up. And if it's really, the, I mean, I'm going to hang up. That's wise mm-hmm
0: I wouldn't it is I wouldn't give anybody any information yep Protect do you it. ever get those calls I've gotten them but I typically turn it around on them
1: you are smarter than me
0: well not really I just don't like people asking questions they should know the answers to <laughs> there was a, I mean a while back they were doing a lot of IRS scams well, I got yeah. a number of those
1: yeah well, I think we've all gotten that but uh a girl who used to work with us she got the Microsoft scam because she was always having problems with their with her computer which oh, happened yeah. to me at Microsoft yeah, and they uh, blocked what do they call it computer hostage I said just turn it off and go get another well, computer yeah, she, gave him, she
0: gave him ac- yeah, right, access to dial it's into done. her computer just she go get another computer right. it's cheaper Throw it turn away. it
1: all off but she'd had problems Thanks for coming in, John. John Pantoa with Johnny B. Secure. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Thanks for listening. See you next week.
0: I believe you can get me through the night.